Hello, well, I'm Tim Mendes. Uh, welcome to After Hours, where authors go to unwind. Tonight, I am joined by N.M. Brown. Natalie, how are you doing? Great, great. It's really nice to be here. I was so excited when I heard that you were starting this up a while back. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, excellent. You're joining us all the way from Florida. You're on the, on the coast, aren't you? Yes, right on the East Coast. Like, the ocean, I think, is about not even five minutes from the house just a little drive over the bridge and you're right there nice yeah i've got well i've got the the, the sea right out my window as well but it's <laughs> it's a lot colder <laughs> oh i can imagine it, it oh, is yeah. nice to hear though at night going to sleep with it i miss living on the beach it was so nice yeah it's a nice sound isn't it it's uh kind of, kind of like a you know you get them people that have the metronomes next to the bed to help yes. them sleep yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know exactly, exactly what right. you're talking about. Yeah. So, how are you doing at the minute? I haven't really spoken to you in a while, so I'm just busy. I'm about to later on tonight. I'm about to have to do uh, 36 bar of chocolate eating contest for charity. That. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, tell me more about that. <laughs> How are you going to do amazing. that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I seem to to think that I have an advantage because, like, I love chocolate. But after tonight, I probably won't like it no, at yeah. all. Like, <laughs> You're probably going to hate no. it. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, this, um, this amazing author came out with a book called Undeath by Chocolate. And uh, J.C. Deadman on Deadman's Tome is um, doing this as kind of like a way to like raise awareness for the book and stuff like oh, that. Oh, nice. So I'm excited. And if I win, he gets to pay me back for the, for the chocolate, and then I get $50. So that's awesome. Fair enough. That <laughs> sounds yeah. good to me, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You say for my doctor's visit the next day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be death to yeah, me. No. I've got type two diabetes. That'd kill me. <laughs> My husband does too. I thought of it, and I was like, wouldn't it be terrible if he pulled? Because he's kind of he's a great guy, but kind of kooky. Like you never know what he's going to do. I said, wouldn't it be terrible if we, he like pulled the last minute switcheroo? And our Ooh. partners, I said, no, mine couldn't do that. Mine would no. die. Like legit. Like it's not funny, but like he he would. Yeah. But yeah, I looked yeah. it up. And for an average um, healthy person with no sugar problems, it takes 87 bars of chocolate to kill you. Right. So, yeah. Because all the caffeine, like it's like doing a whole bunch of stuff at the same time, like smoking, yeah. like, uh, smoking a carton of cigarettes, down in like uh, 24 packs worth of Coca-Cola. You know, there's yeah, all this yeah, stuff yeah. hits you at the same time because the chocolate, crazy, yeah. crazy. So what, you said it was for charity or something? Yes, yeah, um, to raise money, uh, people donate. Um, I don't. Uh, <laughs> right? No. No, definitely, definitely, definitely not. No. Um, I'm not too, like, knowledgeable, knowledgeable, knowledgeable about, like, where everything goes. Hmm. Uh, but I do know that people can donate. And um, it's it's something that the author is passionate about right um, and he this book it. is it's, it's a young adult novel so that's awesome because that's something that's normally not i don't you know <laughs> no, i don't point. do that yeah. yeah well i mean we've written from mother ghost but you know that that was that was a challenge but mine is, got rejected for that because it mine got rejected yeah. for that yeah <laughs> because it was one of uh, mine it, did no two of mine did Right, I, 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 I um, it's a story that actually became, um, you know, in uh, a course in the forest. Well, there you go. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah I think exactly. Well, I, I basically I put out that. all the bits. I put out all the bits that had been cut from it to make it PG. I put them back. <laughs> it was just, I, I, I cut and I cut and I cut and it still wasn't PG enough. <laughs> so. Yeah, she. I got rejected twice. Um, it was really, really sad because I have more kids than she does. First of all, <laughs> second of all, she Melody's my best friend, so I was like, oh, she's like, no. oh my god, Natalie, you can't. She's That's like, I love you so much. You can't do this. You cannot have kids reading this. And I'm like, 
It was a good story. It was a story about <laughs> a, a kid tried to, um, somebody tried to abduct a kid when he was with his older brother, and he was like mm. deathly afraid of cockroaches. He would scream every time he saw one. Mm. So as the brother came back and saw that the guy was leading the child off, he's like, hey, he calls his name. I don't remember what the hell it was. Um, there's a roach. And the little boy screamed. And then the kidnapper, like, let him go, freaks out, looks all around, gets in his car and speeds away. I thought it was perfect. That's brilliant. But apparently not so much. Yeah. Like, I don't, I well, don't know. I was. I mean, I, I wrote in a little subtext bit about, like, because uh, I made it, instead of being a bunch of idiots, like drunken idiots doing a, a wassailing prank, I made it a kid who'd, um, uh, he'd been in detention and he didn't want his parents to find out. So he took a shortcut down a, down a cut that had these two evil trees at the end of it. I thought that was fine, but uh, apparently, how it, apparently trees trying to tear off a child's limbs and saying "hungry" isn't isn't suitable. <laughs> well, I liked that one because I actually uh, spent quite a bit of time in detention in high school, but it was always for the same thing. I was always late, like it's oh. still that way to this day. Like oh, obviously, I, I, I made it on time here, <laughs> but like you've seen me, the... I'm late. All the time, always in detention, sitting there. I read like Catcher in the Rye like five different times in detention. Like I will always associate that book with a quiet room and a desk that's attached to the little chair. Is you know what's funny? I always associate with detention is Seamus Bloody Heaney, the poet. I always associate Seamus Sodding Heaney with my with my detentions because I was always given it. <laughs> it's just like I don't even like Seamus Heaney. <laughs> it's like give me some I like that. bloody poetry, you know? <laughs> we're we're true authors. Even then, even then we were. We just didn't know it. Well, I didn't know it. it. it I, no, I well, the thing is, I mean, I've I've written uh, kind of all my life, but it's always been as just a, like something I do when I'm like goofing off. Like I was a chef, so I used to do it. I used to write stories about the people I worked with. And oh then, yeah, I remember you told me you were quite quite prestigious chef. Yeah, I was, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. I just remembered yeah. that. It hit me like a bolt of lightning. Yeah, I uh, yeah, and um and then one because well, I've got this spinal condition, so I couldn't do it anymore. So I was kinda like, well and I I was just reading something and just thought and I ended up, uh, it was Colour Out of Space, Lovecraft, and I was just like, I've got a really good idea that I could do something but a very British take on it. Which is kind of what I do with things. I just look at something and go, "I'm going to British." That. <laughs> uh, so was there was there, what was it got you into it? How did you sort of find your way into the writing spectrum of things? Well, mine was um, it's kind of lazy. I'm just I'm going to be truthful. Uh, in my high school, you could take one of two paths. You could take band and creative writing. Or you could yeah. take athletics and phys med and all this other stuff. And I was like, nah. Like, I just sat at the back of the class, like, you know. Yeah, no, you I understand what I'm talking about. I mean, I've been in battle quite a lot of bands over the years and things like that. And I did the same, ex exact same damn thing that you did. But uh, we don't really have a thing for the creative writing. I took drama uh, and, uh, and music. Uh, <laughs> and what cool. I used to do, they used to make you do physical education once a week, uh, and I hated it. I, I I hated it with a passion. Even though I um I used to swim, I used to swim to quite a good level, and I also used to be a wrestler. Um, but I I hated that of running around in the wet, kicking a football about. It's just like, so I used to use this as an excuse. I used to say, oh, it's PE next. So I'll be like, uh, I'm sorry, I've got, I've, I've got um, the, the timpani practice. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bullshit, you know, <laughs> it's just like... Yeah, like, it was so stupid. Like, mine, okay, I was, I was, you know, young, typical high school American girl. I would get all gussied up in the morning, get my best clothes on. And um, ninth grade... I was required to take, uh, like you, how you were required to do it once a week. I was yeah. required one nine-week period, and then I was done for the rest of the year, just one nine weeks. Right. And it was first thing in the morning. So 
so they wanted me to go, and then I had five minutes to get off the bus, go get changed, get all yucky, and then two minutes to get changed back. And then I'm I was too vain to do it. Like I'm not that way now, but I was very very like. Everybody is when they're a teenager. I mean, everybody yeah. is vain when they're a teenager. I'm sorry, I don't care who you are. <laughs> everybody looks in the mirror in the morning and goes, "Oh yeah." <laughs> oh yeah, I totally, I totally did. Like listening to like Silver Chair and Power Man Five Thousand, oh, nice. and I don't know. I, I imagine that they were everywhere in the world. But you remember Jinko Jeans? No. Oh, oh yes, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah the yeah. legs, huge, huge, huge. Yeah. My dad used to call them spit sweepers. <laughs> spit sweepers. Yeah. That's brilliant. I love that. <laughs> You gotta take see, those off before you come in the house. You're tracking all kinds of crap in here. <laughs> I loved it so much. That's brilliant. Well, you see, I was, I was never, um, I went, but I, most of my friends were like that. But I was always pretty much exactly the same as you see me now. Uh, I was the the weirdo outcast guy that sat at the sat at the back of the class, <laughs> making sarcastic comments and getting kicked out. And I was the, I was the, uh, you sort of your typical goth teenager at that point in the early 90s. Uh, yeah, so I was all like, all about Depeche Mode and, uh, you know, Ministry and Nine Inch Nails and all this kind of stuff, man. And I was just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was the same, but um, I graduated high school in 2005 so I was in school from oh one to oh five. Right. And um Your your years are completely different to ours as well. It's like what you call high school. Uh, I I can't work it out. Um because our high school is younger than our than yours. Your high school is what we'd call sixth form or college. Oh. Yeah, because I mean I left uh I left high school at sixteen. Um, well, that sounds fancy. That's posh. I love that. <laughs> Formal college. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah. I wish they did that here. So many yeah. kids would like. Oh no, we have um, our high school is what I, uh, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, so ninth, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, which is mm-hmm. like um, fifteen. Yeah, well, it kind of combines. 18s. It kind of combines our. Because we have primary school, infant school, junior school, high school, um, sixth form, and then college. Yeah, and I, I, I basically I bailed uh, at the end of high school. I was just like, I'm going to catering college. Bye, <laughs> and I did. I left. So to be honest, I pretty much left when I was before. Uh, the end of the term because I'd managed to get, I mean, there was a thing back then at the, the sort of time in the mid nineties where you could get um, what they called a city and guilds, which is like an apprenticeship. And I got that. Oh, that's in, nice. Yeah. And I got that in a bakery because I had no desire to go and study because I knew what I'd do. I'd just get smashed and not do anything. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to earn some cash. Cause I mean, I, I wanted to buy records, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I've never well, really thought the like the subtle differences in the US and the UK. And it's like um, you said <laughs> earlier about the time thing. I, it's something I'd never really considered. But uh, there is a yeah, lot more. yeah. I always feel so silly because I'll be I'll be talking to, to one of my friends because I have a lot of you friends in in the UK yeah. and uh, Australia is so easy for me to understand because it's always twelve hours mm. ahead of me. Which is weird. I talked to my friend Grant Hinton, and I'm like, "Hey, how's it in the future? In the yeah. future, man." <laughs> well, they're in the past to me. Uh, no, no, they're not. They're in the future. Um, it's currently. Well, when I do my readings, I know it's six in the morning where Dean from Black Hair is. That's yeah. like, that's the only way I know. <laughs> it's just like I know it's six a.m. <laughs> how I know that that's how we we met. Um, as colleagues, friends, and professionals, but is that where you 
got started with your publishing? I know that you've talked about it before, but like, what did you do before Black Hair Press? No, no, no. The first, um, this something, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on is because the first publication I was ever featured in, uh, uh, I, mean, I had a few bits and pieces on like online journaly things, but that was mostly like fan fiction. And I used to do like a lot of Doctor Who fan fiction and things like that. Uh, but it's a good way of starting. You learn how to. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's very, very popular too. <laughs> People love that shit. They eat it yeah. up. My husband loves it. Loves it. Yeah. Um, but my first one, though, it was the, actually my second acceptance, and they came in the space of a week, was Metamorphosis Cube, the birds, Death and Butterflies, which is yours. So, yeah, you are the first person to ever publish me. So there we go. Oh, I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. That is so amazing to me. I just actually signed that book. Like, I had my first, like, I mean, it was only for one person, but I'd never yeah. had it happen before. One of my husband's yeah. friends came over and he saw it and he's like, oh my God, what is that? And I explained it to him and I let him slip through it. He's like, can you sign this for me? And I, nice. can I keep it? And he's like, yeah, here you go. Yeah, yeah you like, can, yeah. Do you want five? <laughs> yeah, like, great. That's Give amazing. To your friends. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so I, um, the thing is, I'm eternally grateful to you for that because um, the other one that I got accepted to around that time, that took six months to then enter for anything to happen. Um, so that was my first. Um, that was my first introduction to the author kind of world, the indie author world. Was that group that you made up? I didn't know a single person when I joined that. You know, the the one you did for Death and Butterflies. And I, oh I've my actually, gosh! Yeah, and I've actually put in um, in thing. I've, I've written like people like interviews and they've asked me about things. I've always cited that as a really big help. Because I see a lot of authors having really shitty experiences, like their first time published. And I had an amazing experience because I, I went on there and there was all these lovely bloody people like yourself, like, I mean, like yourself. And that's how I met Michelle River and how I found out about Erie River and things like that. And that's, yeah. and through that is how I just, and, and through people on that is how I discovered black hair and things like this. And it was all, so, a lot of it was. I didn't know that. Like that, that touches really? my heart. That makes me so happy. Like you know more people than I do now. Like you're like. It's because I'm a <laughs> it's, No, it's, no, no. I just, I just talk at people. <laughs> a, a lot of people are going. Well, not like my friends will understand because I'm friends with a lot of them now. But that, mm. Death and Butterflies was the first anthology brainchild that I ever had and I brought it up a year before to an mm. author group and they kind of just pushed me away like oh you know no like I had to fight and fight and fight like not with them but with myself yeah. you know because um that's why I ended up, up yeah yeah and I felt so bad because I was new yeah. yeah I was so new so new and um I hate saying this but it's true I'm sure you know like Michelle and Melody would say the same thing I was a girl I'm a lady so you know I came into the the big boy room and I sat down and I you know put my briefcase on the yeah, table and I'm I like mean, hey I want to do this They're like, I mean, I've, oh, never so really, I've never really noticed that but I, I tend a lot of the like the this kind of thing I never really see because I mean I'm in my own little bubble but uh I do see it on some of these groups I do see some, there is some misogynistic wankers out there. Uh, and I do, I do kind of see it, uh, but I've, I've never experienced it myself because I, I won't stand for it. No, no, I am. Um, I've always been treated very, very well by Good. all of the gentlemen in the writing community. Like absolutely, yeah. absolutely perfect. Um, just for some reason, the numbers, I think I would say, that it was about a 68% male to 32%. Right. I hope to fucking God I got my math right on that. <laughs> Once, I did an interview. <laughs> I did an interview with um, Christopher Holtman, and I listened hmm. to it the next week, and I gave him figures that added up to 108%. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, you're all right on this one because I am absolutely shit with numbers. I'm terrible. 
I'm terrible. I, 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 I seriously, it, it, I have to use my fingers to cat to, to add yeah. things up. I'm terrible with numbers. Yeah, yeah, it's it's absolutely, absolutely insane. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I don't but, see that now because I mean, uh, I mean, I'm re I'm really happy about this. It's like uh, I I I know a few years ago I read a thing about uh, you know when they started doing the thing about women in horror, uh, and I was just like, good because there's some. I mean, one of my favorite authors, my favorite current authors, uh, well, a couple of them. Um, there's uh, Anke Schwader and Lucy Snyder, and I'm a big fan of Caitlin Kiernan, a massive fan of Caitlin Kiernan. And I was just like, good, to finally get recognition. But I don't see that now, because sometimes I'm outnumbered in that. It, there's a lot of very good women writers. I think it must be a really yes. exciting time for, for female horror writers. In, I don't know about other genres, cause, but there's so many great ones. I mean, that I've worked with. Some oh, really yes, yes. It is really, really nice for us. Um, yeah. Now, if you go over to the fantasy genre, yeah. it's the other way around. Um, and, of course, there's exceptions to every rule. But of course, I yeah. personally, like, I started out January of 2019. And things have progressed so well. I mean, when I entered into everything, I'm sure that there were female publishers. I just didn't know who they were. Of and course. then I yeah. met uh, Rochelle B, Sortira Press, then Rochelle River, Erie River Company, and yeah. then, you know, me and Mel. And then there's all these, these w amazing women um, that are, you know, stuff. coming into the spotlight. It's good. It's great. I mean, I, I love it because um, there's some there's some phenomenal writers out there, and yeah, great, like really now, good stuff. So, how did you <laughs> make the jump from being a writer to publishing? Well, <clears throat> was it was it the I death and wrote, butterflies thing? No, no, that just was a happy, happy coincidence. That right. made me that. The, it, the ball rolled right into my court on that. Like, and I was like, all right, like, that's fine. Cause everybody fought me on publishing anyway. So I'll just do it myself. <laughs> and then, um, my editor got sick and, uh, you're right. Oh yeah. I just knocked off a couple of my fake candles. Off okay. It looks like a bat, a bat fell from the sky. And oh, he's just yeah. like, oh, it's just another day. Yes. Like, you know, go off, go off. And I'm like, <laughs> but, but the editor for Death and Butterflies had gotten sick and I had to end up doing it myself. Um, mm. So it was, it was a really, really big learning experience. Mm. But publishing wasn't something I ever thought that I would do. Uh, like ever. Mm. Um, I started to and... It's uh, this uh, Reddit, like this writing forum. Um, there's a whole bunch of them. There's like Wattpad and stuff like that. Well, this one has a writing forum called No Sleep. It has 13 million um, members yeah. and stuff like that. I started writing on there because I started reading on there and I listened mm. to the podcast that featured authors that came from there. Um, so I wrote this story called Thank You for Calling the Brighter Future Suicide Hotline. I was really, really blocked. I, I couldn't think of anything, and I was in that mindset. I was still young, like early into it, and I was in that mindset. Yeah. If I don't post something to Reddit, I will die. <laughs> What's up, baby? I'm doing an interview. Are you okay? Okay, cool. Bye-bye. I'll be out in a little bit. Love you. Sorry, that was my, that was my mini. He's just like his mom, like just like his mom. Poor baby, he's fine. Yeah, he's you're probably right. just coming in to tell me the sky's blue. Mom, the sky's blue. Nice. <laughs> I'm trying to do something. Uh, but I needed to write something. I'm like, if I don't put something on Reddit, people are gonna forget who I am, and I'm gonna become, you know, dusty old bones full of green yeah. dust, and then I'm, my career is gonna be over. Yeah. With. I'm yesterday's news. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I went on my author page and I was like, hey, you know, what do I write about? Tell me somebody, like, help give me some ideas. And I had about seven ideas, and one of them was a customer call center, and I was like, okay. 
I could do that. And so I went out on my porch and I lit up a cigarette and I turned on voice to text and I just had this conversation with myself. Mm. That was like a very, very weird, just odd conversation. And I edited it and turned it in and it ended up, I think my phone was going off like every half an hour, like ping, 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 nice. ping, ping, like comments. Yeah, it took off. Um, it became its own universe. It has a, I'm not a part of it, um, like as much as I would like to be because of the kids, mm. but it has a fan discord, it has a telephone number, all that stuff. Oh, I'm cool. going to let you say what you've wanted to say. No, no, because I was just saying, I've seen your, I've seen on your author page, there's a book, isn't there? Bright Earth. Yes, yeah, that's how it all got started. Um, right. Somebody wanted to I wouldn't say I was afraid that somebody was going to try to um, gatekeep and copyright the series because somebody right. and it's not about that like it's freedom of expression or whatever but yeah. one of the members of the um, writing team because it ended up turning into 10 people I wrote the first story then I teamed up with three other people initially and we wrote more stories and then um, by the end of it, we had 26 stories all together, 10 authors. Well, one of the authors was concerned, and they were like, I think I'm going to buy the copyright for this. And I was like, oh, that's sweet. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. That's, yeah. that's, my, that's mine. It's oh, it's pick. okay. I'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah. No. no. So um, no. I basically I had to round up the money really fast. I told my husband everything that was going on. I rounded up the money really fast and filed for an LLC yep. and everything that I publish and the authors that I publish are protected from copyright theft within that LLC. Yep. I learned a whole bunch of shit like so fast that I didn't know anything about like the logistics of author law. Yeah. 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 It's insane. But that's how I started publishing. Uh, right. and I was just going to do that one book and quit. And then it just let on and on and on and on and on. And then here we are today, I think, like eight publications in. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, going pretty a, good. I've been in a couple of yours. Uh, I was, because you're, you're like, uh, I'm never quite sure. You're like a nocturnal, because you're nocturnal sirens, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. I'll, I'll explain that story. There's a reason for it. Yeah. I was suicide house publishing, but because of mother ghost Grimm, Yeah. Um, Melody helped me format and I was like, can you do this for me every time, please? I love you. And she's like, yeah, I'll help right. you. It's fine. I'll help you edit format, all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, you can just work, work with me. Like we can do this together. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, um, PG, yeah, can't be suicide house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We cannot be releasing I'm a glad. book, especially so, not around September. I'm so glad you've cleared that up because that's confused the hell out of me for, for since the time. Because that was Suicide House. And then uh, and then Scary Snippets Sibling Edition was Nocturnal Sirens. And I'm kinda like, but it's the same. <laughs> is that really yeah i'm so sorry i hated to do it because it does cause a lot of confusion it's always good to like stick with one thing but like i had i had to do I get it, it. Like... I get, yeah yeah no, i mean i mean especially if if she's going to be putting out the mother ghost stuff yeah that was like her dream and she yeah. like it, it, she means so much to me that you know yeah. i was like all right i was honored to do something i don't, with I her. don't actually know her so. as yet I, I haven't really had any, any interaction with her, apart from the sort of like, not really PG, sorry. <laughs> I, I, she is um, very, well, she, she had like a lot of stuff going on. She lives in Washington. So first, you know, COVID hit there really, really mm. big before it spread to the rest of us. And right. now there's fires everywhere where she's at. And she just can't, like, one thing after another after another. And I feel so bad. Look and uh, we <clears throat> got uh, pregnant shortly after we got together for Nocturnal Publ Sirens Publishing House. Mm -hmm. And she just had a baby. And he's so perfect and amazing. Hey. But uh, I'm more, like, outgoing than she is. 
Yeah. Cheers. We'll drink to that. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll drink to that. <laughs> um, I I have wine, but it's dry and it tastes so gross, and I don't have any ginger ale, so I was like, I'm just gonna oh, smoke. No. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. smoke. But um, yeah, she's not very, and sometimes it's a very good thing because mm. my opinions and my mouth tend to get me into trouble and everybody's like act shocked and I'm like no man like it's pretty bad I like I guess I'm pretty good at hiding it but I I do like a lot of shameful I just did something yesterday that made me want to stick my head in the, in the sand and have somebody concrete around it like, this is what I've always got the impression we're very very similar people because I've always got my foot in my mouth I don't know when to shut up when I really should I don't know. <laughs> <It's just laughs> and things just kind of go, blah, 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 blah. and the next thing I know, I'm hiding in a corner going, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I will be on the phone. Like somebody will Facebook call me, or like I'll be on a professional call or something, and I'll say something, and my husband will look at me across the room, and I'll just be like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Why didn't you stop me? And he's like, honey, nobody can stop you. It's gonna come out. That's like, so familiar because my my uh, my my other half, Linda, she's exactly the same. She's uh, you know you know in the cartoons you got the good demon and the bad demon. She's the good one. The the bad yeah. demon's me because <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what to shut up. I really don't. There there are. There are a lot of similarities. Um, I actually went to culinary school immediately mm. after high school as well, but I just yeah, don't be like <laughs> me, kids. Don't don't be like me. But I did go. Yeah. I, I didn't make it past. Uh, I don't know if it's called that there, but uh, for me it was called um, Garmanger One. And that mm. everything has its place class. Like you learned like cold salads and dressings and emulsions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't make it. I it's didn't not cool. It the thing is, I did mine so, like I did mine um, uh, with a city and guild. So I did most of mine in house. I did mine in a yeah. restaurant. Um, and I went to, I did a, what they call it a day release. Whereas I was in, I worked like five days a week. And then I went to college for one day. And that was basically so I could talk to my assessor because I had a mentor where I worked and uh, he was this brilliant, brilliant guy. <laughs> no nonsense, no bullshit, you know, brilliant. And um, now it's more like I've saw guys around the same time. I was like, well, I'm going down this route. And they were like, oh, no, I'm going to go to college and do it like that. And they took like four years to get to the po to a good point. I was I was yeah. a I was a sous chef within two years, uh, because I worked That's like seven days amazing. a week. I worked like seven days a week, blah blah blah, and um, and people leave and all the rest of it. Dead man's boots. Oh yeah, yeah restaurant turnover is fucking insane. <clears throat> it's like one of the highest turnover industries like in the world. Yeah, it's and it bonkers. doesn't make any yeah. sense. People go in there thinking it's going to be easy, and it is if you know what the fuck you're doing and if you like what the fuck you're doing. Like, yeah, which sorry. I did. That was the thing. And I, the thing I, I mean, I'm uh, I'm one of these. It's like with writing. I've never done any formal like writing courses or anything like that. I mean, the last thing I'd done was English at GCSE level at school, and I just thought, well, I've got ideas, and as long as you've got ideas, I think you can write because you can learn everything else. And I, 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 I soak things up like a sponge. Um, and people like always, it's always the, the excuse that people have, isn't it? Oh, I don't know grammar and I don't know that. It's like you can learn it. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Even if, even without like any kind of education, like what um, I applied to the No Sleep podcast when I first started writing. Mm -hmm. And um, the head of it, Olivia White, she's like, okay, look, this is my advice to you read read all of the indie horror that you can listen mm. to all of the indie podcasts that are you know because like um you know you could submit to like creepy pod and chilling tales from dark nights like all these different podcasts and stuff mm. um listen to it and you'll get your best research that way you'll learn a lot about dialogue by reading and stuff like that yeah. 
and that's I mean, you know I, that's yeah. that's a lot of what I did. That's the thing. I mean, I've always been a voracious reader. I've always read and read a lot. Um, so I've, I've yes. always kind of yeah, and um, especially yeah, you need to read <laughs> to to write. You need to be able to you know because that's how you pick it up like how to yeah. how to because obviously when i when i decided i was going to give it a shot i was like oh i can't remember <laughs> where does the fucking where does the comma go <laughs> you know what i mean but um because i was reading as well i was just like right got you right i got it next day okay i've got that bit now semicolons where yeah. the fuck the semicolons go <laughs> semicolons were the bane of my existence all the way up until this year so i literally wrote for 11 months using them improperly i used them like commas like i was passing them bitches out left and right like here you go here you go here you go and then finally adam davies is like you know the the purpose of a semicolon is to put two sentences together right yeah. and i'm like no, I thought it was for a pause. He's like, no. <laughs> I, was doing, like, I was doing the same thing. I was using them where I should have used an ellipsis. As like yeah. a dot, dot, dot. Yes. Or that is my next phase. Do you know what I still haven't figured out? And Dean loves them at the Black Hair Press. The fucking M-dash. I, I, <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I was so glad you said that because, uh, yeah, uh, because he uses them in black. It's that, you know, the long dash that they have instead of, it can be in place of semicolons. It can be in place of an ellipsis. It can be in place of. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The big dashy thing. I have no idea how I do that. I don't even know how to do it on the keyboard. I know it's got something to do with the tab, but <laughs> apart from that. <laughs> I use it. But I use it wrong. I use it when somebody interrupts somebody. Oh, God. See? We always have things to learn. Yeah. We're doing great, though. Like, where we exactly. are. Like, exactly. We've made it this huzzah, far. Huzzah for editing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, something about, that's something I love about... Uh, uh, my phone is ringing, and whoever right. it is, I don't want to speak to them, and I'm so sorry. It's my kid's school. Hush. Okay. Yeah. We're back. Oh. You thought it back, it was fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's why I'm so glad with the Erie River. Alana Robertson Webb makes me look like such a better writer than I am because <laughs> her editing is superb. <laughs> yes, yes, you she know? does amazing. Yeah, really, really good. Like some of the best editing I've had, to be honest. Yeah, this might bite me in the butt, but I'm pretty sure that I was the first one to submit to them, like, period. Right. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So what was the, what was their first one again? Was the forgot, was it forgotten ones or was it the, I can't remember. I mean, no, I came, I, I came they, quite late, but. They um, started to take submissions for, it came, okay, I was definitely, I was the first one to submit for it came from the forest, or it calls from the forest. I'll say that. I was quite early on that, that myself. I was quite early on that accuracy. myself, and, uh, and the reason I knew about it was because, like we were saying, about the death and butterflies thing, because Michelle or Alana had posted about it, and I went, ooh, forests, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> I've got an idea yes. for that. So, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's like, we're, we're horror authors. And you wouldn't think that it would be this way, but like, but Michelle and I, we talk every week, like talk, talk with our voices. Um, Alana, That's like, really rare she, in this time, she, in this day yeah, and age. Yeah, she really me mail, like, we're all yeah. friends. And all of, all of the men that I've met have just been like so badass looking, but so nice. Mm like respectful and nice and like just wouldn't hurt anybody or go out of their way to fuck anybody up you know like yeah. just it's this amazing I, I love it i love yeah. it but the thing is that i get the same vibes out of this that i get with the goth scene because i mean it's like a lot of people get the misconception they look at us a bunch of bunch of guys walking around in makeup and weird clothes and all the rest of it listening to evil fuck sounding music they think we're all like psycho bastards we're not we're they're no. actually the most inclusive bunch of people I've ever met. We don't care. You know, if you're cool, we're cool. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it, I get the same vibe with the horror thing. And that's one of the things I really like about it is that everybody 
I mean, there's the odd exception here and there. I've met a couple of wankers, but you get that in every group, oh. you know, you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get a couple I've of met... bags in every group. And, um, but on the whole, like 95% of people who I've met in the indie horror world have been absolutely bloody lovely. You know? Yes. They've been really yes. nice. Yeah. Really there's actually a, enthusiastic. There's a fella I would like for you to meet, and I don't know when your paths would cross, but I hope that it happens soon. I think it's interesting because he also he lives in the UK, and he used to be a wrestler. His name is um, TJ Lee. Oh, I think I've seen him. I think I've seen the name somewhere, but I've never met. Never, I share a bunch of like I share a bunch of his stuff, like, you know, yeah. when he has successes and stuff. But yeah, you said wrestling, and I was like, "Oh shit, yeah. that's another one." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I well, was so I was, cool. Um, I was training. Uh, I, I like when I left school and everything. I was training to do to go down the pro wrestling route, uh, but I fell off a motorbike and smashed my knee into oblivion, and got, I ended up with a plate in one ankle and, a, and pins in my left knee. Uh, and then a few years later, I got to the point where I was like physically strong enough and all the rest of it to give it another crack and i had another i can't remember which one this was but it was another stupid bloody injury <laughs> it's just it, it wasn't meant to be <laughs> you know i'm so sorry it's all right i mean i had a great laugh doing it and i i still yeah. talk to the, i still talk to the boy i still love it i still go to the events and i still talk to the boys and all that i mean this is one of them things i it was just but I'm very much like that. If something doesn't work out, I'll just sort of, ah, fuck it, I'll do something else. <laughs> you know? You can't, I mean, you, you can only sort of suck lemons for so long, can't you? You've got to... Yeah. So this, this is yeah. something I always say to people about rejections. Because I see, I, I see some really nice people on these, these things. And I really want to, like, grab them and give them a big hug and just go, look, don't worry about it. It happens. I mean, I get, I guess I've got so many fucking rejections that I could wallpaper my flat with them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You get them. Yeah, I do too. I times, do too. Yeah. And nine times out of the ten, it's not because of quality at all. It's to do with fit. Exactly. Right? There could be somebody else. There could be like five other people that have the same kind of concept or theme. I mean, it could be anything. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Or, they, or, or even it's the not, publisher doesn't like about your a month style. Ago, I... you know? Yeah. It's, um, you know, um, Zoe Zoltov? She, she yes. said a while ago. <laughs> about a month ago. Yes. She said, uh, if, you don't, if, you, if you're a writer and you don't expect rejections, it's like a boxer not expecting to be punched in the face. Yes. <laughs> and I just burst out laughing at that. I thought that was nail on the head. Yeah. It's yeah, that is... That's another publishing company, Bloodsong Books. That's that's a good one. She actually yeah. has like inspired. Zoe. Yeah. yeah, she's inspired me so much, so yeah. much. Like, well, we uh, have very similar taste out. in music, so <laughs> we've got on quite well. So yeah, I, I really like Zoe. Uh, but she comes out with some crackers. Uh, yes, yeah, she, <laughs> she does come out with some stuff that just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, before we go any further, to the the beautiful people at home, just because we've got about we've got about a quarter of an hour left, which is all cool. But I but I know how quickly these things run away with us. Um, so I what I'll do, like we've been talking about a lot of Natalie's stuff. Uh, if you want to check out her Amazon uh, author page, it is viewauthor dot at forward slash n underscore m underscore brown. Uh, you can also you can also find a shameless plug time. You can also find it by going on mine and finding Death and Butterflies, and then clicking on that, and buying it, and then clicking on her name. That's another way of finding her. <laughs> yeah, that's an amazing way. That's my favorite way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, the um, you were talking about your Reddit, and that's what reminded me, because uh, you've got your own Reddit. I don't even know how it works. <laughs> you got your own profile thing or something, or is it a page? Yes. Or... Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's Reddit profile. Sorry, I tried to put on fake eyelashes. Like my husband 
I'm like, okay, I need to put on makeup because every one of my pictures, I look like a mom. And so I have this <laughs> magnetic eyeliner and my husband tried to put it on and tried to put on these lashes and they were like this. He's like, honey, you can't do that. You look like you have two crow's asses on your, your <laughs> eyes. <laughs> They're like sticking together still. And that's why I'm like, I look like I'm on Quaaludes or something. <laughs> okay. What we, what we, Sorry, I love that. I've not heard that one before. We usually say spider legs. But, uh, oh, yeah, crow's ass. Oh, God, I'm glad he didn't say that one. You've got to oh, give, you've God, give him agreed. a high five from me for that. Give him a high five. Oh. Uh, I will. He's, yeah. he's amazing. Yeah, uh, so, but it's just, yeah. it's, Reddit is nice. And I hate to say it. I'm sorry I cut you off. It feels so good. Oh, my God. I like Reddit because it, out of everything that I do, except publishing, um, I'm not, I, as an author, it makes mm. me the most money. Um, okay. I could, I could write a story, a narrator for a YouTube channel or a podcast will see that story, reach out to me, be like, hey, I really like your story. I will give you $30 if I can read it. And I'm really? like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. See, I don't even know about any of this stuff. This is, I'm as green as bloody grass, mate. I have no idea any of this shit. So, you know what? Yeah, you, see, you wait for it tomorrow. Tim Mendes is going to be all over Reddit. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, I yes. It's amazing. Like, amazing. Yeah. I actually, um, I, I do it too. Uh, Creepy Pod, the Creepy Podcast. I, I am that. one of yeah. the scouts. And he you pays me reading, to go yeah. on there and ask for stories and obtain permissions and, and I have yes, yes, uh, creepy pod, the creepy podcast because a while back one of the downsides of Reddit, I'm just gonna say this now, you'll probably I mean hopefully you won't experience it, but I'm sure you'll see it because there's announcements on it on No Sleep. Um, narrators will go on your profile and narrate your work and like not credit you or anything like that. I've seen things about that already. Yeah. Yes. I, that's one of the reasons I haven't done thing. it as yet. Because, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're rapidly approaching the end anyway. So uh, what I'll say is because uh, we were talking about Natalie's Reddit. Uh, so, yeah. Check it out. Uh, I will be checking it out because, honestly, it's something I know bogger all about. Um, the tiny URL, tinyurl.com forward slash... That's bunny B03. That's a big B and a big B. Uh, two big Bs. Uh, idiot. Big Bs. <laughs> big Bs. That is a story in that for another. Oh, I, that, that reminds yeah. me. You should so do like uh, centipedes and cadavers or something else. <laughs> am I moving? Am I live? Am I, no, am you're, I alive? You're, you're still frozen. Okay. I'll tell you what we'll, well, do. what we'll do is we'll wrap this up because it's coming up to the uh, the time that it's going to start going on this anyway. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll wrap this up and then we'll have you back because we've still got a shitload of stuff to speak about. Um, oh, absolutely. absolutely. This is always how these we things haven't even... work. Yeah. We haven't even scratched yes. the surface, you know. Oh, this yes. one, this format, we just talk and uh, it's not like piece of paper and questions. And, you know. I, 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 just... I like that. Yeah. I like that. I can get too much in my head when I know like exactly what I'm supposed to, you know, script it. I get too in my mm -hmm. head. This is very, yeah. very nice. I, I can't wait to do it again. And I'm Excellent. excited. Michelle's next, isn't she? She is. Yeah, yeah. I'm Michelle Yay! Wigger on next time. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be fun. Yeah. Right, I, I mean, I've done, I did a little, uh, I did a live thing with her not long ago for the Book uh, Buzz Expo. Um, she was doing her presentation for Erie River and she got me on to do a bit of live reading in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, oh, it was, it was great fun. But it was so, so funny sitting there backstage while Michelle's on and I could see like her feed and all the rest of it, but they couldn't hear me. And I, <laughs> and I was sitting in the back going, that's brilliant. Ah. <laughs> also, for all you Facebook type peoples out there, uh, Natalie has a very, very, it's cool, a Facebook page. Uh, that is facebook.com forward slash NM Brown. They're, they're 
uppercase, and then Brown Stories. That's an S, an uppercase S there as well. Yeah, I'll put them there so people can like copy them down. <laughs> what I'll also do. Such an idiot. <laughs> My high tech, um, high tech, you know, Amazon. No, um, I love it. It's the keepsake. It's the keepsake of exactly. this. Do you know what? This episode. Actually, before we go, give me one second. That's fine. You're the one that has to look at my my true face. Yeah. You look into my dead life. Yeah. Here we go. I've still got these. Oh yeah. Still got them from the from uh, yeah scary snippet sibling edition. Yeah. I recognize those. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Natalie. That's very great. Uh, this has been, I've loved it. Uh, you need, you have to come back. So we'll I would love it. it. I would love it. And I'll actually drink next time. So. Hey, hey, hey. Well, you, know, you don't have to. It's not, it's not an obligation. It's more of a warning that I will be. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. Well, thank you for having me. I'm sorry that I got froze. <laughs> I'm sure it's not your fault. <laughs> my succubus face came out, yeah. and then there it is. Yeah. So. Well, I hope cool. you have a good night. I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Indeed. Bye. Yeah, I'll um, I'll have this up in an hour or something. I'll give you a poke about it. Yeah. Cool. Hey. Wonderful. Bye. Have fun with your chocolate eating. Bye bye. <laughs> I will. I will. I'm not going to be online tomorrow. I'm going to have my hand in the toilet bowl. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, take care. Thank you. <laughs> See you.